What do you want? Screaming queens. Listen, I am two seconds away from calling the police. Screaming Queens Horror Podcast. What do you want? Screaming Queens Horror Podcast to your death. Something is trying to get inside my body, and you want to sleep with me. Better give me those shoes, they're mine. Give them back to me. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. Hey, shouldn't you be folding towels somewhere, sniffing jock straps? It is time to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. Rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. What have you done to its eyes? I see no manhood between your legs. You're going to need death now. <laughs> the living dead. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Get away from her, you bitch. It was an asylum. And it was hell. 20 years of pure hell. The devil wins sometimes. What's that? We've actually discussed, very briefly discussed this film in our Video Nasties podcast way back when we first started. And then I think it turned out it's not a Video Nasty. I think yeah. it's never actually been released in the UK. Yeah. It was rejected. So yeah, it's always been banned in this country and mm-hmm. Australia. And, and Germany, surprisingly. Well, well I wonder why. I just mm, yeah, I can't remember why. I thought they would have loved it. Well, yeah. It's, yeah. A, tr- it's a tribute. <laughs> <laughs> So before we get to the name of the film, let me give you a bit of context. In the wake of World War II and the Holocaust, it was only a matter of time before the atrocities committed during such a dark period in history would filter through the popular culture. In the 50s, men's magazines like Real Men and Man's Story published shocking exposés of wife-swapping next to trashy comic book spreads involving all-American heroes coming to the rescue of scantily clad damsels being tortured by evil Nazis. Post-war male egos needed a good massage, and what better way to do it than with big boobs, bimbos, and swastikas? With the 60s came the fight for women's lib, free love, and society's usual gender roles were starting to shift. So it's no surprise that there was a surge in female characters across these men's magazines who were suddenly painted as villains. Sexually sadistic books and whores, complete with riding crops and luger pistols. They were the embodiment of the war on masculinity. Women who didn't want to be saved, they were there to emasculate, torture, castrate, and kill all the while bearing the emblem of the big bad that the all-American heroes had been sent to slay. This meant the men reading the magazines got to watch women be beaten and raped and tortured guilt-free, as they were Nazi bitches after all. The magazines died out in the late 60s and early 70s, but as they decreased, the cameras were rolling, and the stories of kinky Nazi sex were appearing on screen. Love Camp 7, made in 1968, kick-started both the women in prison subgenre and Nazi exploitation, a mix of tit, blood and swastikas. A whole slew of Nazi atrocities were to follow, American, Italian and even French cinema getting in on the perverted acts, but it was in 1975 that an icon was born. Straight off the pages of the pulp magazines with swinging breasts, ice in her veins and cock on the brain, Ilse, she-wolf of the SS, was let loose on the driving audience, and they loved him. But did we? Well, not to love. <laughs> <laughs> Be afraid. We are doctors. We are here to help you. 
In these next few days, you will undergo a series of tests. They will tell us everything we have to know about your body. A carefully trained woman can withstand pain better than any man. <laughs> you to cooperate. Any failure to do so will be dealt with very severely. <laughs> you are here to serve the Third Reich. Heil Hitler! Heil Hitler. Heil Hitler. Heil Hitler! Heil. That is your only function. Good question. What's not to love? Yes, I definitely did. The standout thing for all of our notes is the word tits. Yeah. Tits. This film, so that should tell you where we're going. <laughs> um, oh, Ilsa. Can I just say, Diane Thorne, who played Ilsa, has gone on to be an ordained minister. And three years ago, nearly three years ago, when me and Ben were wondering how to get married, we were actually going to fly to Las Vegas to be married by Ilsa. She loves the SS. In the uniform. In the uniform. <laughs> <laughs> she will wear the uniform. Um, <laughs> but um, I think we just decided to save the money and go on a nice honeymoon instead but wouldn't that have been quite a, been incredible <laughs> maybe we'll just renew our vows and get it to do that definitely why the bells beckon for any of you <laughs> you and Matt or you and Terry you know, yeah just bear it in mind guys tell Terry what's going on <laughs> yeah. Yeah. why am I yeah. wearing this SS uniform <laughs> <laughs> just be quiet for 10 minutes <laughs> 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 There might be some sensitivities for a half Italian yeah. husband. That's true. That's true. So, uh, Elsa She Wolf of the SS is from 1975 and it's Canadian Nazi exploitation. My note there was Canadian, they should know better. And um, Nazi exploitation and sex exploitation film directed by Don Edmonds and it stars the now iconic Diane Thorne. So, the premise of Elsa is basically she is her Fraulein Doctor who runs a concentration camp with the sole purpose of sterilising women to be sent off to work in the field brothels of the Third Reich. However, Ilsa's got a secret plan. She thinks that women are stronger than men and wants to prove that they can stand more pain and therefore be proven as the superior sex. She's such a feminist. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the only way to do this is to conduct naked experiments that run the gamut from boiling them alive to injecting them with gangrene. And as I mentioned, they were naked. Meanwhile, Ilsa is looking for the man who can finally satisfy her, and all the men who fail to raise to the occasion get castrated or killed or both, until plucky American wolf comes along who can go all night. Will he prove to be Ilsa's downfall? First impressions on the film, Martin? Trash. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably the definition of trash, isn't it? Yeah. The definition of exploitation as well. Yeah. It's trash and bad taste, which isn't necessarily, which isn't a criticism. Yeah. But it is. It's nothing. It's It's... It's nothing more than that. I see. I think you've completely missed all the layers <laughs> <laughs> and depth to this film. And what I thought it was really I... profound. Like underneath the SS uniform, there was another layer of tits. <laughs> you are quite right. Yeah. There's a, another layer actually of hairy muff. Okay. That was a big layer. Hard to miss. Yeah. That was a big lie. I don't know for long, though. It gets it gets rid of pretty fast. That, that scene, actually, that is referred to there, was probably the second most shocking scene to me in the entire thing. Where they were shaving her. Because they really shaved her as well. Mm-hmm. The, the, it's the... Like the old fashioned brush that they use for men, yeah. like for the yeah. shaving brush. Shave brush. brush. And it's the noise. She's like slopping it on, and I was just 
I was like, oh my god, are you really yeah. doing this? Like, actually show, <laughs> yeah. showing this on camera? I was just so shocked by that. <laughs> that was so shocking to me. <laughs> I couldn't deal with the god and the sex and everything like that, but I'd just never seen someone getting the fanny shaved on camera. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the most shocking moment, really, though, was it, early on? Because the opening, the opening, my, my first note is tits right now to save the trouble later but then i wrote out oh, and ass and shagging because the opening shot is is it's literally ass this it's one. ass it's, it's <laughs> ilsa's getting shagged by quite a handsome guy handsome. in fact he's very very handsome yeah and Go you think that. it's it does it's actually is quite an interesting scene in some ways because it fools you into thinking you're just opening onto a love scene <laughs> Where actually quickly becomes apparently that mm. it's not, and they're actually this is a female officer yeah. who's shagging a Jewish male yeah. prisoner. Have you noticed that throughout this film, the word Jew is never mentioned? Mm. Nobody ever says Jew. Yeah. But it's implied in that scene because she talks about the appearance of his cock, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah. And about how that shows that he's not a member of the master That's race. Because I saw that, I thought she was talking about the size of it. So maybe, maybe both. Maybe. It could be layers. 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 <laughs> not just about size, guys. Because she's satisfied by it, he gets taken away to get uh, get castrated. Yeah. Because she's friends with I think I don't does she mention this? She's friends with Doctor Mengele, or she's friends with somebody, isn't she? Yeah. And she sends the she's, cocks off. She does to go to part of his collection yeah, yeah. to prove that yeah. anybody's not part Germany. of it. Yeah, it's bigger in Germany. Yeah. A bit like Italians do it better. It's bigger in Germany, mm. apparently. Mm. That's the t-shirt. Italians do it better. That Madonna war. <laughs> <laughs> we've done it, we've done it. Although I've got another one, I've got another one. Um, before the sex, though, we have the title card, don't we, with the thing? Yeah. So, imagine, if you will, <laughs> you're about to watch a film and this comes up on screen. So it's written, the film you're about to see is based on documented fact. The atrocities shown were conducted as medical experiments in special concentration camps throughout Hitler's Third Reich. Although these crimes against humanity are historically accurate, the characters depicted are composites of notorious Nazi personalities. The events portrayed have been condensed into one locality for dramatic purposes. Because of its shocking subject matter, this film is restricted to adult audiences only. We dedicate this film with the hope that these heinous crimes will never happen again. Cut straight to a woman riding the dick. Yes. <laughs> which she then cuts off. <laughs> so, this is the, so that should tell you what kind of yeah. film. <laughs> the level it sort of stoops to. I just don't... Were they trying to be sincere there? Or like trying to like excuse what they were doing? Or were they really like believing what they were saying? No. no. I mean, it's a well-worn old Hollywood trick to do to do a film in the 30s. They did, they did gangster films, which were, for the time, very shocking. And they were just made just for the violence and for the story. They weren't really a commentary on organised crime and corruption. But they would have a title card at the beginning. Uh, yeah. They would make yeah. some statement about how terrible you know, life is in the cities just and like what people get driven to to try and legitimise the film. Yeah. And that's all that that is. And it's not actually sincere or real at all. So you don't feel bad about the yeah. fact that you enjoy watching it. If they come back at the beginning of the film, they can argue with people who want to censor it to say, well... yeah. That's part of the film. Yeah. Yeah. If you say it convincingly enough, people have to believe you. Yeah. 
And also, apparently, I don't know this for sure because I've never read one, but the magazines that this that Ilsa's based on, they had similar things as well. They had similar um, preambles before you read the comic strips that were all about, you know... Where did the comic from? The Italian one? It's American. American. So, yeah, so yeah, so that preamble I gave you before was all based around the American mm. ingestion of them, yeah. Although those comics, so, so they did sort of go all around the world. Mm. So there, there was one, the, the ones in Israel were referred to as stalags. Mm. Um, they, they were popular in Israel. Um, and it was a similar thing, you know. The ultimate in screen terror. The horror that was the Nazi nightmare explodes on the screen. Because of the shocking nature of many scenes in this film, it is definitely not recommended for the squeamish or easily offended. A loads of women are shipped in. Everyone looks very 70s. Didn't you think all the women yeah. who were shipped into the camp and then told mm-hmm. that they, they, you are here to serve the Third Reich and then sent off to be inspectors and they never look more seventies than when they take the clothes off and they've got big ginormous bushes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and did anyone else notice that the character Rosette, who's meant to be the lead heroine, who's got no personality whatsoever, she's the one who gets away at the end. Mm. Yeah, yeah. She has a heart-shaped bush. Yes. Oh, I didn't notice. It was shaped like a love heart. Go back and watch it with Terry. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the setup, the sound effects of the mini shaving did really uh, <laughs> it's horrible. disturb me. I liked that the uh, the guards when the guards were showing them in the only German they knew was like Schnell and Rose. Yeah. that was the only words. <laughs> that's the only actual German words that you heard in the whole film. Yeah. I think you hear Achtung now and again, but that's yeah. it. Other than that, someone just... shouts from the bar because that just made me laugh. Lenderbag. Like I'm so game for this. <laughs> We go from the women being shaved and inspected to the flip side of this is Ilsa inspecting the men, which I don't know about you boys, but I quite enjoyed the yeah. lineup of bottoms there. That mm. was quite nice. She makes a complaint about the upland Americans, the size of his penis there. She does go size queen on him. I do not see any manhood here. And he says size and everything. And she goes, hmm, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> But from what we do see later on, I definitely wouldn't be complaining about this. Did we see us, Willie? Yes, we did. I rewind and watch it. Paused it. A few times. You do get full penis. <laughs> full penis. So, so far, what you've got is you've got you've got general sex exploitation hijinks, haven't you? You've got Fanny Shaman, you've got Men with the Bums Out, you've got Size is Not Everything, Commandant, and Campness. <laughs> And then suddenly it cuts to the tits out toe crunch torture scene. It could be a carry on film. Up to that point, it could be a carry on film. Not carry on toe crunch. Yeah, the toe, the, 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 the foot crunching, bone crunching yeah. sounds and the blood yeah. is, I thought, was really awful. I thought it was tawdry titillation, but really nightmarish imagery at the same time. I thought they'd managed to sort of nail both emotions for me there. I found that quite. Disturbing. Am I just being sensitive? No, it was, it was, it was really, horrible. It was really horrible. Lots of that, lots of those bits in the film are genuinely disgusting. Yeah, and the fact that she's got like a hood, the woman who's getting her foot mangled, she's got a hood over her over her face with the eye. With the oh, eye yeah, holes so she can't, she can't see, can't she? Yeah, 
it just um, I, I thought it looked like the, the attention to detail there it was quite disturbing do you think that would have been an actual experiment that would have been carried out when you read into it some of the experiments are based on fact like the decompression yeah. chamber is yeah, based what, on fact yeah that was the one I thought was the least liking yeah the hot and the cold because that's in uh, there's another film well another exploitation type uh, called Men Behind the Sun it's like what the, it's both what the Japanese did to the Chinese and there's a scene in that where someone gets put in a decompression chamber. And yeah, they definitely did that. Yeah, I've heard that member behind the summer. I've never seen it. Yeah, I watched it a few years ago. So that freaks me out. That decompression chamber, bit. It's pretty grim. It's that's not very nice at all. And what's it doing to you? I can't. I can't quite get like, it. Is it? Is it telling your body that you're going really high up in the air or really? Yeah. So you're in a vacuum. So it's. The, the basis of them doing it is to basically test what people could yeah, like survive going underwater, going underwater or what airmen could survive going up really high yeah. if they flew really, really high in the atmosphere. Yeah. Have you ever been diving? It, it's actually a really horrible feeling. The pain in your ears. Yeah. Excruciating. I couldn't adjust when I tried to go diving. But it just wasn't adjusting at all. Like the pain, yeah, in your ears mm. that you like the throbbing pain is fucking horrible. And then they they just ended up telling me no, it's not where I can get out kind of thing. And I got up onto the boat and started bleeding from my nose. Like just blood pouring out. So it is not a nice thing. Oh, and I don't think I was getting anywhere in it, but she was freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> no. But she still managed to have a big giant tits out with this girl. Yeah. Lots of the lots of the women who subject to bloody torture and death seem to be covered in blood in almost every part of their body, but somehow their tits remain blood free yeah. in every show. And they're all very well fed as well. Have you noticed yeah. a lot of these women look like they're emaciated or they've been starved no. at a prisoner of war camp? Yeah, because when the guy, when Wolf first turns up and he's like, oh, being passed around all these different camps, and it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't yeah. look like it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why I'm taking it seriously. <laughs> 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 the historical accuracy in this film, you know. <laughs> Layers, I'm telling you. Layers. Layers. So at one point we get to the, we, we hear um, Ilsa, don't we, on the phone to Herr General, mm. um, <laughs> saying that she's trying to prove that women are stronger than men, basically, that yeah. she's got these experiments. Carefully trained women can withstand pain better than any man. Yeah. Um, so I'm guessing the, the outcome is basically to have women on the front line as yeah. soldiers, yeah. yeah. Because they're not in dangerous posts and she wants to. It's very progressive, then. She is. She is a feminist it's, icon. It's meant to be towards the end of the war, so they're running out of men. Or running out of they, soldiers. They've been using, starting to use old men and boys, so she's basically saying, well, we could invigorate the forces if we had yeah, women. allowed women to fight. It's one of those things that where you're like, she's right, you, you would have been fine if you just let women fight, but at the same time, you're like, no, this is definitely torture pony, that's the expectation, don't agree with the fucking villain. Don't, uh, yeah, it's not the time to, <laughs> it's not. and the means to prove that mean that actually the ends just computers <laughs> is worthless, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but I did, I did catch myself a couple of times thinking, yeah, go for it, and then thinking, no, no. I mean, it's quite interesting, actually, because for there's a single moment in the film where she's redeemed, is there? Yeah. I'm, I'm, for that, the film can be quite can be applauded mm. because it sticks to its sick guns, doesn't it? It mm. doesn't try to redeem her in any way. Yeah. It doesn't try to make you feel sorry for her. She actually... She's actually really consistent throughout. Just a bad, just a bad person. She's just a horrible person, and they sort of keep that going from the beginning to the end. The only thing I thought was she was she was a bit underserved at the end. I thought 
we've gone through all this stuff with her as the villain I thought it was a bit shit that she died strapped to her bed I thought that she should have been out in the middle of the action and got killed there I don't know what do you think it was kind of when she's squirming about in the bed I kind of pitied her not like felt sorry for her I pitied her like the way she was squirming yeah. about and she was helpless and I was like she thought she was all in control and then she was just a fucking idiot oh, but don't you, middle. You, don't, you don't see her die well you sort of do don't you because there's a big blood splatter when they shoot her and she's just going to that four other films but those films are just like she, it's just a different type of film with her in it so she's never a Nazi again they're not, they're not um, they're not see they're just more sexploitation films. So the second one is Ilsa Harim Keeper of the Oil Sheiks. Okay. And she keeps a harem for oil sheiks. The third one is Ilsa Tigress of Siberia. And she's like a Russian freedom fighter type person. And then the, the fourth one is not even an Ilsa film. It, it was called Greta the Mad Butcher, but because she was in it and she plays a similar character. Oh, it just it's they just, put, they just put Ilsa on there. Ilsa the Warden, isn't it? Ilsa the Mad Warden or something. Yeah. yeah. Ilsa the Wicked Warden. Wicked Warden, that's it. Yeah, so, so okay. it was literally just that that actress picked up and put into different things. But people just responded to it too much. Yeah, but people just, yeah, the same sort of audience who loved Ilsa were going to see her tits, basically. Yeah. Going to see her tits yeah. and how, how sick and twisted it would be. But the film's got less great. sick and twisted going so. along. Yeah, let's just talk about tits. <laughs> tits it's are great. They were fabulous. Like, that bit where she's fabulous. in the shower, I did think if I had tits like that, that's exactly how I would wash my tits. <laughs> yeah. Half an hour every day. <laughs> they were just great. Even like when they, when they were out, they were just bouncy and fun. I was enjoying that. I and then when you had them in the uniform and the doctors, then she dresses up in like the nasty doctor oh, yeah. uniform. Wonderful. And it's like quite regular. And I was just mm. like, those tits are incredible. It's like, that can't be an official... Like Nazi uniform to be called that, to be called that. <laughs> no, maybe not. But all the argument that they were the master race, their buttons are really, really inefficient. They really were. <laughs> <laughs> really were. Hugo Boss <laughs> were founded in that day, didn't he? I'm telling you. Cheap, cheap buttons. <laughs> yeah. Um, so just to bring us back down from from the camp stratosphere of cheap buttons, the flogging scene cut against the gang rape, I thought was uh, quite disturbing as well. Isn't there there's a, a fetching picture of Himmler on the wall as well behind yeah. That's the one's being flogged. Yeah. But it's like a really weird painting of yeah. Himmler, it's so bizarre. But they, come, they crop up in really weird places. Why would you have... Why would you... Why would you have a picture of Himmler or Hitler? There's one later, isn't it? It's in, where a, in a basement, in a dirty basement. Yeah. It's when they're doing an operation and it's, the curtains are drawn mm. and then there's a painting of Hitler on the curtains. Yeah. It's like, why, you, why is there a painting on the curtains? I think it could be like, <laughs> oh, wait there. We haven't said and done Nazi sleep. Yeah, but our audience is going to forget that we're Nazis. Yeah, it's probably that. Nazis. I mean, there's something, so many imagery is quite sick. Like, and I think there's something weird about seeing a, a close-up of a big giant swastika flag and then hearing sex noises over the top of it just by itself is quite a striking... You kind of get used to it when you've watched it. <laughs> 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 but it's still like quite an effective yeah. image, especially if yeah. you were going into this as something new yeah. or yeah. unshocking. I could imagine you being very shocked by the, this. The bit with the flog on and the blood everywhere and it's really disturbing, there's blood all over the walls is balanced out by Ingrid and Gretchen both having the tits out while the flogging so they have yeah. to be topless for the yeah. which the flogging was fucking horrible it's hot work though so you know but then I don't, the rape scene is also it's kind of annoying I hate I don't know it's just, just a stupid thing to say but like it's that kind of macho thing of like oh yeah we're going to have sex with women and we're going to rape them but we're going to pour beer on the woman and I just kept thinking 
that would be so sticky and gross and horrible. Like, that's not enjoyable. Well, neither is the rape, to be fair. Yeah, I know, but I mean, like, I just think it would... Well, they do like, whatever they can to sort of... De- to sort of humiliate around Yeah. So it could be a bottle It felt of like anything. very macho posy, which I suppose what it was well, meant yeah, to be. Yeah. Although which I, is why it bothered me, and I was just like, I hate macho posy. I did get, though, from that scene, it was it seems to be one of the female guards that's kind of, like, instigating it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's because he's like goading them all on, and then because doesn't she try to she rape? Go on yeah, she rape tries to rape, rape someone later on. It's like well, that's fact, titillation again, isn't it? Yeah. The bit that disgusted me the most in that scene was the female guard, and she was licking her lips. Well, she was I don't know. She was licking her lips, or her tongue kept on yeah. coming out, and it was just it was just horrible. Yeah. She had just this like pale pink shiny tongue that kept on coming out of her mouth it was just like like a lizard like oh, a fly horrible but I find the flogging more upsetting than the rape scene which yeah. is rare for me because normally I think rape scenes are horrible well this rape scene compared to a lot isn't the worst I've seen yeah like, so that's I think it wasn't the worst in fact in a, in a, in a way it's, they almost pulled the punches a little bit on that on that scene mm. it was softer than it could have been really the flogging was a lot heavier whereas the flogging was full on wasn't it mm. grim just Isn't it like an electro dildo scene as well not long after well yes um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, was, yeah. Uh, it was different yeah um, what, I, what I thought just to talk about the rape and the flogging again is just um saying about the blood on the walls and stuff that it's it's like there's no doubt with a lot of this imagery there's no doubt that this is trying to be a horror film mm. as mm. well as mm. titillation it's really set out to be as as gruesome and as shocking and upsetting as they possibly can yeah really as I said it's the definition of exploitation yeah. isn't it it's just what what sex shit can we do to yeah. get people to watch it and then more sex so Ilsa Ilsa sort of takes uh, Wolf to bed doesn't she He's firm and strong, and I need to feel you inside. I need to feel you inside. <laughs> does she make him bang the guards first, or does? I think that's after. It's after. Yeah. She yeah. tries him out first. Yeah, she gives him a test and drive, she, doesn't she? She gives it to the guards to prove that. Oh yeah, because he bangs them, and, and then, then she wanted to yeah, watch to prove that it wasn't just her. Yeah, a fluke. He says, "I will satisfy you until you beg me to stop." I did wonder throughout all these sex scenes who was the old woman in the frame picture at the side of the bed. Did you notice? Yeah, um, I spotted the picture, yeah. but then it must be a mom. Ilsa's mom. I love the fact that she likes to have her mom staring at her while she's having sex. The sex scene is okay. Whatever, he's really hot. The bit that kind of bothers me is the bit where he goes. He's telling the story of how he managed to last so long, and he goes, I discovered when I was during puberty that I wasn't like other boys. I had something different. I could last for as long as I want. I could hold on. And he sounds like he's being really mystical. And like, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> deep, like, he's like yeah. <laughs> it's so profound. And he's so, like, almost proud of it, like, in this weird way. <laughs> and it's just <laughs> such a strange scene. Doesn't he talk about himself being. I can be fast, slow, or never. And he yeah. says, that never nearly drove her mad. Oh, God. He's very full of himself. Hmm. I like the fact that she says, you are made of iron. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, God. So for someone who who, um, who tries to come across as a bit of a feminist, she loves to submit, doesn't she? Any chance she gets. Yeah. She's like a, she, she like whimpers like a little child, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, like harder, hear me. Yeah, and she's like, oh, I'm crying and everything. It's just really fucked up, really weird. Isn't people in power like to get well, no. about, don't they? She spends all day bossing people about. Maybe she likes to take a break in bed. I put a note there. Like, I just can't believe her big Nazi tits. <laughs> that bit where you were talking about Wolf, where he's talking about the fact that he can edge 
basically. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, with that master edging. I love that that's, that that's cut against um, the image of the two who've been flogged, hanging upside down, dead, in yeah. the concentration camp. So you've got the two, because again, such a dark that image really dark. set against him, like talking, <laughs> you know, sex comedy type dialogue. The electric dildo bit though, like you can just buy that as a sex toy. Like people yeah, that wouldn't be torture now. <laughs> I'm like, bigger. <laughs> Be an advert. Yeah, I've just, I mean, no, no, sorry. Well, I mean, it depends how, far, how high up they're turning the voltage. Yeah. And it's wrapped in, like, wire, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. And I just find that as a sex toy is just disturbing enough anyway, never mind taking it further than just the toy side of things. And it was unnaturally big. It was unnaturally big. What I do, what does make me laugh, I mean, it's awful, but it really makes me laugh that whenever she shoves it in them, it zooms in on her face and she does these, like, panto villain eyes as she's doing it, and it just makes you really laugh. And I like her line, and like, spread your legs, must I tell each one? <laughs> so impatient. Do we start going through the different experiments so we see what's going on? And pain, do you fear pain? Who does not, Commandant? We shall see. So I've got big tits in compression chamber. Yeah, because yeah, we've got the hot water one as well. Hot water one. Being That's boiled. Horrible. This yeah. is where we start to see the brunette woman who has got the lovely bouncy blow um, at the beginning. And she's the one who's resilient to everything. Yes, yes. So she is Anna. Yeah. And she, so but she shoves the, the electric dildo in here. She sort of takes it, doesn't she? Yeah. And you think, oh, she's got a bit of metal about her. Put it yeah. sideways. <laughs> 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 Stick it up the other one. There's <laughs> <laughs> oh, enough of my fantasies. Um, but yeah, she's, you sort of think that maybe she's someone who's got an overthrow. Looks in the end, don't you? She's yeah. got quite a bit of a. It's like Martyrs. Bit of smoke about her. Well, there's bits in it that make me think yeah. of Martyrs. The bit with um, so you've got the bit with, with the, the where she's being boiled. Yeah. And Elsa says, for the fatherland. And then you've got the maggots, which are actually mealworms. Yeah, I, I made a note of that. Because he says, all oh, these maggots. Yeah. Uh, they're clearly male lambs. So. Yeah, they're infecting people with typhoid and gangrene and all that sort of stuff. But then the final bit where she takes the general down into the basement and they pull the sheet off and that girl's just covered in blood and you don't actually know what's happened to her. Um, that's Anna as well, isn't it? Yeah. So, mm. And they're trying to see how far they can take it. Yeah. With that. that imagery made me think yeah, of Martyrs. That definitely reminds me of Martyrs. And wasn't that character called Anna? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a little no, nod. I know it's not. Figured out where my I've got an, um, the note that says nice bum, lick sweat off him. <laughs> I finally figured out the context of what I was trying to go for. That was I think he knows the context. <laughs> well, no, but it's not me fantasizing about licking the sweat off his bum. It was more <laughs> that it was what the gods were doing when he had sex with the two gods. One of them licks his sweat. Oh, isn't she like licking his arms? And uh, stuff? Yeah. yeah. She yeah. is. So it wasn't me being a pair, it was, was the film being a pair. Of course, yes, yes. The Nazi He's only licking his arm. <laughs> he was only following orders. <laughs> <laughs> so all this nightmare imagery is built up and up with loads of sex thrown into the middle of it. What did we think of the Nazi dinner scene with the girls stood on the block of the ice? Block of ice. And it's the pres- around bizarre. It's, it's, it's weird. It's so fucked up, isn't that it? That is entertainment. That is the bit where you shout to Wonderbar. Yeah, it's just, so 
It's a dinner thrown in honour of okay, Ted Gennaro, yeah. who's a special guest. Is it to him that she's talking about her private experiments? Yeah, yeah. Is it? And so she's trying to win him over, and yeah. there's a special dinner arranged for him, and the entertainment is a prisoner with a noose around her neck, stood on a block of ice. Waiting for it to melt. Mm. So that she hangs herself, basically. It's like cartoonish villainy, isn't it? It's like, yeah. it's almost ridiculous. I mean, there's no way you can ever get your head around what, what happened that, around the Nazis and what they did to people, but you watch these sorts of things and you think, oh, it couldn't possibly be real, realistic in mm. any way. That is just so it was, cartoonish in its, in its Yeah, the enjoyment it? of it was over the top. Like, I feel like people can be sick and they can push sick things, and I feel like the Nazis obviously did push really sick, horrible things, but I don't think the enjoyment would have been like that. Like, so I would hope, yeah. even at the sickest of times, people don't show that much enjoyment in watching someone yeah. die like that. Well, do you know what? I was reading up about Ilsa Koch. Hmm. Is it Koch or Koch? Probably Koch, actually. Ilsa Koch. And um, so she was who, one of the people that Ilsa was a allegedly based on um, and she first of all was a redhead she wasn't blonde mm-hmm. um, she was a bit more frumpy looking than Ilsa and so she was known as the bitch of Buchenwald and she was uh, she was married to the commandant of Buchenwald Carl Koch Carl Otto Koch um, and she is known for doing things like um, they, she stole they took all, all the money they took off of the prisoners who were interned in Buchenwald she then used it to pay for her own like outdoor riding area for the horses and then she'd ride through the camp with the horses and the riding crop and whack people as she went and she was she, there's rumours that she, she used to use the men for sex which is where the Ilsa bit comes from um, but so she after the after the camp was liberated and everything he was um, killed the husband but she was going to get away with it until um people came forward from the camp and said, no, she did all these awful things. She used to beat us up. She used to uh, abuse us. She used to, she ordered, um, she ordered for um, people who had tattoos to have, to be skinned. So then they would make the tattooed skin into lampshades for a, for, for a living room. Seriously? So this is all. Right was she against tattoos or she just really liked interior design? She really liked interior design. Okay. And she wanted human skin. That's creepy. Furniture. So she would have these people skinned so they could do that. And so one of the other reports, so so she, again, because they couldn't prove that it was human skin, because I think everything everyone was destroyed, she got away with it again. But then there was such an outcry that they brought her back to trial again. They found other things to, to put, yeah. on, put on it. And one of the things that people said was that she took extra special delight in sending children to the gas chamber. Yeah, I take back my earlier comments about people not enjoying it that much. So, so, do you know what I mean? So, so reports. I mean, and that's probably not even the worst of it. Mm-hmm. But the reports that came from the people who were there who were victims of it would suggest that maybe it's not so outlandish mm-hmm. and silly that these scenes are in this. Yeah, world. I just think. I mean, it's tasteless, but maybe, maybe it's part of you just still wants to hope for better yeah. than that and yeah, that's why it comes across not. as cartoonish because you just think no, no, no one's that sick, but maybe people were. People are. That's upsetting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <I think it's laughs> yeah. The dinner party scene. I don't know whether that anything like that did happen. But all the other stuff. That's real. Mm. Um, that happened all over the place. She went on to kill herself in prison, by the way. Hurrah. Oh, good. So her general. 
so here again, so this made me laugh. So after all of the things that Elsa's done throughout this film, peeing on someone freaks her out. Mm-hmm. No. I was so moved by it, but this scene, I had to paint a portrait. I had to draw a portrait of Ilsa's face. I showed pissing on her genera. <laughs> <laughs> Ilsa pissing on her genera. Oh. I'm going to take it. Right, guys, I'm going to take a photograph of this and upload it to Twitter so when we publish this episode, you'll see, <laughs> see Martin's recreation of this iconic scene. The face she pulled, though? Mm-hmm. Was that? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was um, messaging you whilst watching this film and I was talking about how I I think at this point I'm really desensitised. <laughs> <laughs> so desensitised to... Was Terry well, pissing on you while you were watching it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was he pulling that face? <laughs> he was he wearing that wig? Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I was so desensitised to... Oh, no. He's a disgusting. <laughs> Sorry, it is a bad way. <laughs> um, so, like, you know, so the torture and that, I was just over sexploitation. It just doesn't bother me anymore. I was just, at this point, I was feeling like, I don't think anything shocks me anymore. I just don't think I'm shocked by these films or anything. I think I know other people would find them really shocking, but I'm just like, yeah. Then Nazi piss play was probably something really new and did fucking shock me yeah. quite a bit. I just wasn't ready for it. I didn't even get what <laughs> I was I didn't, I didn't get what it was going like on. It happened to you. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't get what was going on at first. I was just like, you should thinking, have gone in the bath first. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he just wanted. Well, bin bags down. He was into the uniform. So I thought he just wanted to keep the top because he was like into the SS uniform. Yeah, because he's yeah. like that's what he take like take the stockings off and take leave the, the top on, yeah. and leave the boots on, put yeah. the boots back on, and I was like, I just must be into it. And then yeah. I'm thinking, is she gonna stand on him or something like that? Because he could put the boots back on. Yeah. And then I realized what was happening, and I was just like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I would have been shocked if she'd like tarmacked his chest, but the person was just like. Seen that before. that yeah. scene was cut out. <laughs> <laughs> <That's it. laughs> the, pe- the pebble dashing. <laughs> oh, oh. I think it's just Nazi piss play is a step too far for Stephen. <laughs> That's the soundbite for the song. It just shocked me. You knew that'd be Steve's limits. Yeah. It, it also is on my limit because I fully enjoyed it and I thought it was the best for the film because yeah. I was. But it is Are you pleased like, that there was something that was actually able to shock you? Isn't it? Yeah, like <laughs> that, that's why film. I enjoyed it. I'll hold my hands up and I'll say there's lots in this film that does still shock me when I watch it. I think it's it's it, some of the horror show imagery of people covered in blood and being tortured does does genuinely shock me. And the the, the, the dinner scene I, I think is really horrible as well. I think that they went all out to shock and I think they succeeded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's it's not necessarily very well implemented, so you just sort of laugh through most of the film. But there's those moments, that some of those images are really horrible. I think we're really hardened audience by this point, yeah. as ourselves. But when I used like to think about these films, I really wish I did get Teddy to watch this, but he was having none of it. If you show this to someone who is just below your average, even average horror fan, yeah. or a complete like mainstream audience, you showed them this. You would upset yeah. and traumatize a lot of people, yeah. a lot of people, yeah. and they wouldn't accept it. Whereas I was shocked at parts, but I so enjoyed it. 
Diane Thorne said in an interview, by the way, that the scene with the, the dildo disgusted her and she was she refused to do it up until the last minute. She was shocked by it. She said she was shocked by quite a lot of it. In fact, she said that when she got the script, um, I've got this written down now. Did she agree to do it before she got the script? Yeah. She got... Um, <laughs> she said, when I, oh no, no. When I read the original script, I was appalled. It was just awful, but this was typical of the 70s. Sometimes you just get a script outline, make yourself available, and then everything will get filled in later. I like, there's also a quote from the director, uh, Donovan, and he says, um, the screenplay was the worst piece of shit I've ever read. <laughs> yeah, he did say that, yeah. <laughs> it was just like, actual director. Wow. Did he write it? <laughs> no, no, someone wrote it under a pseudonym. Oh. And there are people in the film, who actors who use pseudonyms, and I did think, if you have to use a fake name for a film, then, you yeah. know, it's pretty bad. And she, so Diane Thorne also says that afterwards she couldn't get she couldn't get a job so unless it was Ilsa so the Ilsa films kept her going and a couple of others but she couldn't get an agent so people would get, she'd go to an agent and say look this film has like sold a ton of tickets it's been a, it was a big success and then they watched it and then but they, they still wouldn't take it on really that's so weird which is sad really mm. I think definitely pigeonholed it to yeah typecast yeah it opens in New York in the fall of 75 and it was a massive hit um, and it played on 42nd Street's Grindhouse screens for six months you can imagine it was a time when porn films like Deep Throat were becoming mainstream sensations and simultaneously so I to put this into a bit of context I rewatched The Night Porter last night as well which is a really interesting film and so the slew of uh, natty exploitation films came out in the 70s but there were a couple around that time that were sort of art house, so we're taking it a bit more seriously. So, The Damned, which I watched today, the Lucino Visconti film, is absolutely amazing. But that's got like lots of. One of the funny things that you, you see crop up is uh, the uh, alignment of sexual deviancy with the Nazis. Mm. So, they've, they've all got to be seen as, um, you know, just a bit perverse, mm. basically. It sort of helps to sort of paint them as villains. And that can run, any, they run the gamut from anything from paedophilia to just being gay. <laughs> <laughs> they sort of lumped them all in the, the, together and that happens in the dance <laughs> um, and then 74 The Night Porter so I watched that last night Charlotte Rampling is in that and The Damned oh so Dirk Bogard is in both films anyway, as well okay. and that's a really interesting film and that that could be seen as Nazi exploitation but the way the story's told it's got a bit more artistic merit than the likes of this and mm. that's about it's based on a true story it's about a girl who was interned in a concentration camp and had an affair with a guard. They had like an S&M type affair. Um, and then in the film, like 15, 20 years later, she's in like Vienna and she's married to some conductor and she checks into a hotel and the Nazi guard she had the affair with is the night porter at that hotel and they recreate, they, they reenact, they, they get back Eva. together. They have like an affair, even though he like murders a family and all that. Eva. They, they sort of fall back in, in with each that's other. That's fucked up. Yeah. It's really, it's really fucked up, but it's told in a way that's completely different to... It's taking itself a bit more serious. In a, in a way, yeah. It's sort of arty and a bit pretentious, and but it's it's beautiful to look at. Wenn auch nicht immer 
liebe ich zu lieben. Ich weiß nicht was, ich will um dort erwarten. Wenn ich mir was wünschen dürfte, käme ich in and so the Madonna connection, so the hotel and the outfit that Charlotte Rampton wears, there's a scene where she's got, you've probably seen it, she wears like an SS hat and it's topless but she's got suspenders on over, the, over her nipples mm. and that was Justify My Love yeah. video. So the hotel and the outfit were, were bought inspired Justify yeah. My Love. Madonna connection. <laughs> so those films came out and then um, the year after Elsa came out was another one that was a, just a, it, because of its production values, it was just a little step above these Nazi exploitation films and it was called Salon Kitty, which me and Martin have watched on yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah, years ago. John, you've seen it? Not for a long time. And that's going to have to be a film that we cover because that is, that's Nazi exploitation, but with a huge dollop uh, of queer. Tinto Brass, was it? Yeah. I want to compare the recordings with the girls' reports personally. I think a few people from that are in Caligula as well. I think a few people from Salman Kissy are in Caligula. Yeah. So we'll watch that separately. Sorry, back to the film. So yeah. we get to the end, don't we? Where I do love actually. There's a shot that you see early on. I think it's when the general arrives, and it's actually the cameras looking through the noose at the at the the general as yeah. he arrives. And that, I thought that was really good. Ben pointed that out. Yeah. Yeah. Because, Ooh, <laughs> because you know that I mean, as horrible as this is, most of these people, this is where they met their end. You know what I mean? At the end yeah. of a noose, the most yeah. of them put on trial and executed. Yeah. Them. Within days, weren't they? Yeah. It must have been on purpose. Yeah, the point, the point was that the Allies are approaching, aren't they? Yeah. And so the war's coming to an end. Um, so death is everywhere. So is, that's where we get to with the end of the film, isn't it? With the Allies approaching. Yeah. And the prisoners, there's a subplot that's been going through, which is entirely interesting. But they're talking about having an uprising yeah. in the camp. And it's a shame... I thought, and it's no surprise, but it's still a bit of a shame that it's led by the men in a yeah. wi- in a women's sterilisation camp. Yeah, um, there's a great line actually. There's a good line that I liked where they're trying to get where they're trying to get everyone together to actually have this revolution. Um, one of the characters says, "This is a world of crippled and broken women," mm-hmm. and I it, it quite like that. I thought that was quite a nice line. So the men sort of lead it, which I thought was a shame. And the yeah. women's make up, start to make the plan, and then go, "We'll need the men," and then the men just go, "Yeah." 
the security in this place was atrocious because they were like just sneaking out every night yeah. every single night they'd just go out into each other's rooms and have like love affairs <laughs> and stuff and I was just like where the fuck are the guards yeah. like where are they but you at know, that point I, just, I thought that and actually I thought at that point anybody who was a good soldier would have been taken was, was, yeah. was out of a oh, camp would have yeah. been out fighting oh, or the, the shit soldiers would have been sent to concentration camps to guard because you just wouldn't be trusted you yeah. wouldn't be trusted and you just wouldn't you, you just you probably would be quite hopeless yeah. and when they get to this um, to bring where they are to and they are planning their escape I like the fact that the guards come like one at a time or like get bumped off one at a time there's no point where there's two guards together <laughs> yeah they're just like they couldn't afford what? that <laughs> it's, it's the same <laughs> person in a different outfit yeah. <laughs> and some really and lots of very obvious um choreography yeah for responding to being shot or explosions or whatever it reminds me that the explosions remind me of the power rangers (laughs) yeah when uh, like some of them would explode 20 feet behind them and like it just blatantly would not have affected them and then they'd jump in the air like they were dying and i was just like oh yeah that's so cute so meanwhile well so so this was this was one of my bugbears as well all the actions going on ilsa's tied to a bed the two most interesting characters in the film, I think, are Ilsa and Anna, the, the mm. tough girl, the martyr's girl. And Ilsa's tied to a bed whilst everyone's fighting outside. And then Anna crawls in to get a revenge on it and then just dies. Just mm. flops. So like, uh, so a man has got to come in and finish the job. Yeah. I'm, I'm, and again, I know it's not a surprise because of the genre and because of the time, but yeah. it's still a bit shit. shit a bit disappointing. If When she's crawling in to do it, like to kill her, I thought, uh, I don't want to say that I, I kind of wanted to survive because I like the idea of evil villain just going on and not getting punished for it. Yeah. I think that's Which what happens a lot. And I was like kind of okay with that when she died, I thought, oh good, so it was just false skin. But then I thought she was going to escape and then they just yeah. popped it off in the next scene and I was just like, that felt painless. I, if you were going to kill it off, I would rather have been that woman who'd done it. Yeah. Yeah, Diane Thorne apparently had a fear, like a real terror of being tied up or restrained in any way, and the crew knew this and p- played a prank on her where they pretended that they'd all gone home and left her on the bed. Oh, that's just evil. So after that, so after the scene, she actually struck, had a panic attack and struggled so much she snapped the bed. She she broke the bed and then fell off and collapsed. Did they film that? And passed out. That's the B roll. Yeah, that's on the uh, that's on the DVD. Yeah, so so they so they have it. Then Ilsa um, open to rave review, but not rave reviews, but rave audiences. The driving crowd loved it. Um, people, the actual critics thought it was reprehensible trash of the lowest order, and I'm not going to argue with them. No, doesn't mean they just see that as a bad thing. I know. That's, just, I know. that's where we disagree. Yeah, definitely. Um, but you went on to make three more films, and. Um, the Nazi exploitation genre as a whole is something I think we'll probably cover mm. more of. Uh, I made a list of some of the titles, and I think yeah, <laughs> you'll enjoy them. Um, Sorry, just before we get to that, can I just say that yeah. the most criminal thing I've done entire film was how benign the romance was between those two characters and their escape. Exactly. I just thought that was really offensive. So that's Rosette, who was saying before. She's yeah. meant to be like the romantic lead. I didn't even know who she was until he started running away from yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's can't. She's just in the background for most of the film, and yeah. then all of a sudden they're running away together. And it's like, 
Oh, and poor Mario who's had his yeah. balls cut off and he's yeah. like I'll stay here because there's can't no place outside for a half man or something <laughs> yeah there's no place outside for a half man I think I'm playing on um, fragile masculinity right there wasn't mm. it oh yes he's meant to be hung he's only cut off his balls yeah. rather than a stick because yeah. he's the he's Jewish but actually is hung he's the exceptions to the rule he's the exceptions to the rule that's probably more hung it's implied he's more hung than anybody she's ever seen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she didn't send his dick in the jar because it was approved her theory wrong. Okay. So that means he's an eye waterer. Yeah. It was slightly annoying to us. Well, when they were doing an escape, um, and they planned, they planned a little escape, and they were target knew they were going to target first, and then they took out one of the guys with the light. But then in the other corner, there was a guy with a machine gun. I'm like. Would you take out the guy with the machine gun? <laughs> what's, what's the guy with the light gonna do? Shine the light on you? And then the guy with the machine gun just start shooting them. I'm like, didn't you didn't think that plan? Didn't think that plan to be very well, did you? And I'm actually bothered to escape apart from them too. They all just like knew they were gonna die and just stayed. Then I was like, well, why did you even bother if you weren't gonna escape after all of that? Yeah, all that thought and to not bother escaping and just die as fighting. What was the point? I did feel it was it was a bit anticlimactic. I thought where he dragged them all out and just shoot them all in the mm. heads. It was like I wanted some more. I wanted them to get some sort of revenge. Yeah, you know, torture them. Yeah, right. it all felt a bit shit and a bit underwhelming. The general's a little bit no, intense. Felt like he should have been a bigger character as well. Yeah. Like, did you see his teeth? The, the dinner scene, you know? Yeah, terrible teeth. Oh, his bottom set, his bottom set of teeth were like I think like, that was worn away in that black. Was, that was the point of it. Was like that, it was like you know, obviously to be in the SS, you had there was all these strict guidelines, mm. and you couldn't have villains, and you couldn't have this, and um. you, know, you had to be like totally pure. And then for them to show you that this SS general had like horrible rotten teeth and stuff, it was kind of taking the piss out of it, saying you know. He pretended yeah, to have all these high standards, but this, you know, yeah. it was just a joke, really. They were rotten people. Rotten to the core. Mm-hmm. Much like the Nazi exploitation subgenre, um, with titles like Helga Sheewolf of Stilberg, Elsa Fraulein SS, can you see his theme? Love Train for the SS, SS Girls, SS Hellcamp, aka The Beast in Heat. I've got that one on DVD. SS Girls? Sounds like a boat. <laughs> <laughs> SS Lovely Girls yeah. <laughs> SS Experiment Camp I've got that one as well okay. SS Hell Camp Women's Camp 119 SS Special Selection Women Special Section Women The Gestapo's Last Orgy which is apparently more depraved than Ilsa Yeah I've seen that years ago it, it. it was pretty rough I need to see that SS Camp 5 Women's Hell Red Knights of the Gestapo, Nazi Love Camp 27, and Fraulein's in uniform. Nazis only do go with sex, apparently, though. Well, the whole sex thing, I mean, fetish way, if you look at it, is all linked back to... It, it, you can link it all to, like, the sort of Gestapo look, mm-hmm. aren't you? The mm-hmm. black leather. Because that's all about power, isn't it? It's all yeah. about power and submission. I mean, you know, they hired Hugo Boss, didn't they, to, to actually create the SS uniforms. They knew what they were doing. They knew yeah. what they were doing. They wanted to look sexy and stylish and, mm. and all of those things. Yeah, the uniforms do look are probably pretty iconic. And they do look good. Yeah, if you're going to be a murderous fascist, you may as well look fabulous while you're doing it. Yeah. So the Ilsa films stretched on till um, the en- the end of the seventies, and then they all sort of so the Nazi exploitation sort of dies out. But the Ilsa effect has been seen in later films, 
which is really uh, there's a really obvious one that I never thought of, and it's Elsa in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, blonde, icy, oh, yeah, Alison She's commonly, if you look through like a lot of the write ups on it, she's commonly seen as something that's a throwback to. I thought you were gonna say Frozen then, like Elsa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Did you not get the bit in Disney when it was all secretly <laughs> about Nazis? Well, that would make sense, yeah. really, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, um, but blonde, beautiful, severe Natsu who can't be trusted uses her sexual prowess to get what she wants. She's ultimately a threat to men and must be killed off. But Elsa's obviously, but she like so she was geared towards the more popcorny generation, so she had to be redeemed at the end. So she was actually sort of seen as being all right, really, in the end, just mm. before she died. So the, the sort of the Nazi exploitation thing did keep popping up, like Inglorious Bastards was a throwback to Nazi exploitation. Tarantino had a bit of a thing for it because if you think about Grindhouse, they, they did that Rob Zombie Werewolf Women of the SS. Oh yeah, fake um, yeah. trailer thing. That, that was Nicholas Cage's and that's it. Yeah. yeah, I think when I saw Rob Zombie live, they showed that on the screen. Over the last decade, also there's been like Iron Sky. Do you remember that was? Yeah, out? the second one's out too, isn't it? I've seen the trailer for it, and it's like Hitler riding a T Rex, and it's like. <laughs> Looks amazing. <laughs> so Iron Sky is about uh, Nazis who left the Earth and then built a, a new camp on the dark side of the moon. Yeah, basically all, all like the conspiracy theories are basically true, and the Nazis escaped to the moon and then they come back to attack Earth. And so, um, they're led by an Elsa-style baddie in that. A, there's a, like an evil blonde icy woman in there. For, then you got like the likes of Dead Snow and Frankenstein's army. I've seen Dead Snow. You've seen Dead Snow, have you, Martin? No, I've tried to watch. I know it was Ben. Ben's watched it. I've tried to watch it, but no. Yeah. And then, in Wonder Woman, wasn't there an evil Nazi doctor? Female doctor in that? Yeah, well, they're not obvious. Well, they aren't are they Nazis. No, they're not Nazis, because yeah, it's World War One, isn't it? It's World War One, so it's not really Nazis, but it's based evil German. Evil German. Yeah. Experimenting on people. Yeah. <coughs> you can see where it's coming from. Yeah. Captain America's Nazis. Yeah, um, Red Skull. That's direct Nazis, but yeah. They're sort of go-to, aren't they, for villainy? And then, so then, the most surprising one that people were were, um, were linking it to was the reader. Oh, how weird. Kate Winslet, blonde, mm-hmm. Nazi, with deviant sexuality. She's a paedophile. Mm. She sleeps with the young boy. She's committed all these atrocities but denies them and then hangs herself at the end and spends most of the film naked. So it's, a le- it's like a legitimate... Elsa film Oscar winner she won mm. an Oscar for it so, so the influences are still seen mm. there now even though the sort of Nazi exploitation thing ended I want to see the Jerry Lewis one could you have you heard about this no Jerry Lewis when he played clown in a concentration camp. oh have you heard about it isn't it meant to be one of the worst films ever well made? some people say it's one of the worst films ever but some people I think Harry Shearer uh, from Spinal Tap and the Simpsons he said it's one of it's, it's that bad that it's it's the work of art. It's so depraved that it's it's a work of art. <laughs> I don't think I'd bring myself to watch it because I hate Jerry Lewis. Yeah, I'd I'd love to see it just just to see it. Could you make anything like this remotely now? No, I don't no. even think we can talk about like, it now. <laughs> no, no we're actually going to be arrested. For this. <laughs> this might be the end of our podcast career. <laughs> for all in jail. <laughs> but even like on like the like B movie off everything kind of trash I still don't think you could make this kind of thing no well no because everything now like like Iron Sky because I went I went to see Iron Sky thinking oh it's going to be like an Ilsa film I'm as sorely disappointed because everything has got to be so tongue in cheek that it becomes 
out and out comedy. Mm. It's just comedy. Yeah, it's just that's comedy. What I didn't like Dead Snow because it was just comedy. Yeah. I don't think and it can, wasn't very funny either. You can't, I don't think you can really make a film like this now, can you? No. I sound like an old bastard saying that, but you know, a windy bastard, but you can't. You, you yeah. Know, and you just, you just couldn't. No. Because there, 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 um, there were a lot of American write-ups in the last couple of years since the rise of neo-Nazis in, mm. in, in America. Again, people referring back to this film now mm. and, and looking at it again. And, and you know, to, and, and Diane Thorne has said in interviews that it was different in the 70s. We thought, we thought we were safe making these films mm. because we thought that had all happened 35 years ago. Mm. Um, it could never... It, it, you know, we've learned it could never happen again. Yeah. So they had a feeling of, like... Not like they were justified in making them, because I don't think anyone ever thought that. But I think they just thought it was a sort of a safe thing. It would, like mm. re- it, it, it could never be a reality again, mm. the rise of that fascism and Nazis marching across America, when actually now it's happening again. And they probably never thought that the films would survive. Yeah. Because without the advent of video yeah. and DVD, where would these films that's true. Yeah. We wouldn't be seeing them on. We wouldn't be seeing them in the cinema. Yeah. They would just die, wouldn't they? Yeah. Well, certainly, certainly not in the UK anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, I think as well. Even for me, like, I could watch this and I could watch Nazi exploitation all the time. Like I could do that and watch it. But I think if someone did try to release a Nazi exploitation film like this now, and it was a modern day release. I think I'd be offended more so now later I can just go mm. oh, it was the 70s I can forgive it well, there's whereas a, now I'd be like there's a certain, can you do that? There's, like, a certain you comfort, do that? there's a certain comfort in us now being so retro and being so clever and looking back on those things and thinking oh they're there it was just the 70s you could get away with it back then because there's that distance isn't there mm. we, can, we can wrap it all up in this bow of trashy cinema that's, that's terrible, terrible. And but it's we bad it. and it's but it's because it was done back then. We've got our hands are clean. We, are, you know, that wasn't mm. part of our generation. Mm. But I wouldn't go to the pictures to go and see a new. Well, like I don't know. Like yeah. you know what I mean. I, I don't think, know. I, I'm of the. I'm, I think it would be more shameful to watch a, a new film that was like that because you don't have that distance. I think you're right. It's the distance. I'm of the opinion though that if a film comes out that you're intrigued by. And it's offending everyone. You've got no right to an opinion until you've watched it. I mean, I'm still do you know probably, what I mean? Yeah, I'd still you probably can't, see it. You can't go like, around slagging it off without actually sitting down and watching it because then you're Mary Whitehouse. Yeah. You know, think you've got to see something to. I don't know. I don't know. If, I think I probably, if it was intrigued enough, yeah, I would it. because you, if I think. Well, I've watched all three of the Human Centipede films <laughs> <laughs> and the Greasy Strangler. Yeah. What would stop me watching something yeah. like this? Yeah. I don't know. You know, and I think I've sat through a Serbian film. I'm gonna <laughs> so I can go watch an accident yeah. exploitation. Well. Yeah. In some ways, it's no different than Human Centipede. Human Centipede yeah. Two or any of the Human Centipede films. In some ways, it's maybe a better, actually a better film than mm. yeah, certainly the last two. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I suppose. A kind of crazy German doctor doing experiments on people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd, I'd watch it. I, I mean, I'm of the opinion that people can pretty much make whatever they want. Mm. If there's a market for it, I don't think anyone it's anyone's business to censor art, but that's much yeah. my personal opinion. No, that's my opinion as well, I agree. I agree. I just think it would be I'd be more, I'd find it jarring. And I'd kind of be a bit more sceptical and a mm. bit harsher. I think I'd treat it harshly mm. now compared to when I watched that. I, I can't forgive it. Would you call for it to not be made, though? 
No. No. No, but I would never. No, but you wouldn't go and see it. But. I'd, no, I'd probably in the end go and see it, but I just mean I think I'd judge it more harshly for what it is now as opposed to what I can judge something from the 70s. We just think. go as a gang, we go together. Yeah. And then we could all feel bad together. I just think it would never get but, but You see, I've written this script. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like where to draw the line. Would just put like the producers? Could you do the producers now with yeah. time for Hitler? Would, would would you say that was too much now? Yeah. You can never make blazing saddles now. But you could, no, yeah, but you could make blazing saddles now. Yeah. Yeah. But is that is that a good thing or a bad thing? Does that show you that we've progressed, or does that show you yeah, that we have less freedom? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, no, I um, think it's a bad thing. I think we, yeah, it's, yeah. It, we've got less freedom in that things are, things have to be be pushed to the more conservative, clean. Mm. Edge and the cl- and the over that line of the edge has to be removed. Mm. It can't be disturbing or mm-hmm. controversial. Controversial, yeah. and it that's like that's much poorer world that we live in. Yeah, that no, that, that, that's my point. And I, I, for as much bad stuff as people want to say about this, I think people should be allowed to make them. Yeah, <laughs> I think the difference. We used an example of the producers there is that. I think the producers would still could still get me today, mm. um, because it's tongue in cheek and fun, and it's. Did you not have funny. fun watching Elsa? <laughs> yeah, and I didn't watch him. <laughs> I enjoyed it, but I mean, like, it's it not played for laughs in the same way. Mm. It's it's a bit more horrible and dark and trashy. Mm. Whereas then if you're playing for satirical fun, then you're actually taking the piss out of Nazis. Whereas I don't feel like this was as such taking the piss out of Nazis. It was just a fucking depraved trashy film. Which is fun. Yeah. Like Roxy. Yeah, there is a difference and uh, and I just wish there was room for both. Yeah. Because uh, you I, I wish there was I wish we were still in a world where I can watch hairspray the remake and watch Pink with Mingos or Female Trouble which are completely different tones mm. of films mm. you one is completely and utterly sanitised yeah racial segregation sanitised <laughs> to the yeah. point of sac- being yeah. Sac- yeah, a saccharine musical yeah and you've got those films by the same director with yeah. you similar the same director and same writer mm. and they and they're not played for laughs necessarily they're played as it's shock value and mm. it is trash, but actually they're really, really, they're really, really funny. Yeah. And I wish we had that. I wish we were able to have that world of having that that mm. complete films that sh- show you. Yeah. Complete disrespect in some ways. Yeah. We'll <laughs> just we'll just show you humanity Excellent. for all of its for for mm. at its best and at its worst. Yeah. It's 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 absolute filth. But I watched the Damned today and there were scenes in that that I was shocked by some of the stuff that they did with actors in that film, young actors, and I was just like, oh my God, you know, I was shocked by it, and I'd still be shocked by it, you know, if it was made today. It wouldn't be made today, that's that's the issue. Mm -hmm. These films wouldn't be made today because I feel like even though we've got more, more places online to get our opinions across, those places aren't actually to have conversations. They are just for opinions. Hmm. Yeah. It's that line from Grace and Frankie that I love, <laughs> where, where um, someone says, join Twitter, join the global conversation, and somebody says, that's not a conversation, that's billions of people shouting into a void. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Whatever you say on Twitter, you're not going to make any difference to any fucking thing. And you, all you're going to do is get your opinion across. And that's the world we're in now, whereas before, those, before that space was there, 
ironically, people cut off conversations. Yeah, people, people yeah. listen more and engage in conversation rather than just... And allows for these weird grey areas where you feel icky and you feel like, oh, I shouldn't be laughing at that because it's Nazis, but it's funny. You could have those conversations without being shouted down. Mm-hmm. We haven't got that freedom anymore. Our freedom is being taken away from us um, by, you know, the sort of morally right... Yeah. And Which, corporate sheen as well, isn't it? Because everything yeah. has to have that. You everything has to have that corporate sheen, mm. whether it you from the production company, the film company, the distribution yes. company, the mm. broadcaster. Everybody has their. I mean, they always have. What they, they? It's much more controlled now. Mm. And as a result of that, our creativity and our difference, our queerness. Our otherness has been slowly stamped out, and what does that remind you of? <laughs> Interesting. Full circle moment there. In the words of David Hoyle, I'll leave that with you. Yeah. So, um, we got a bit out there and deep at the end. Layers. 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 I just think we're, we're poorer for, the, you know, for the fact we can't see films like this anymore and make films like this anymore. I think it's a poor world for it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's one of them, isn't it? For me, it's like, I suppose I'm a bit of a contradiction of the fact that I am so, if you have me on Facebook or anything like that, then you'd know that I'm very much constantly fighting for equality and things. And I constantly talk about that and saying, oh, you can't use that word, you can't use this. And I will pull up everyone and anything like that. And then at the same time, I'll go and watch some Nazi exploitation and thoroughly enjoy it mm. so but that there's is, all good but that's because but that's because you want to watch that yeah so why shouldn't you but what I'm saying is that I think that's also why I can find it comfortable because it's in the past mm. whereas I don't think I'd find it comfortable mm. now does like, that make you a hypocrite or yeah it does <laughs> but I don't think you can go through life without being a hypocrite but I think no, it's just but I think you're simplifying yourself in some ways because yeah you fight for equality but I think you fight for freedom yeah and mm. that's part of what this argument yeah. I think it's about is you can have is the right actually to do something you, freedom and equality aren't necessarily you don't necessarily go hand in hand yeah mm. and you can't have equality like without freedom, freedom. yeah <laughs> Yeah, and art is one thing, and I don't. Art shouldn't be suppression, and art shouldn't be suppressed. So as long as you're not hurting someone by doing it, don't freaking do it. Yeah, unless you're castrating them. Yeah, but if it's not satisfying, you're in a bit. <laughs> I, met, I also meant metaphorically. As well. um, okay, well that's uh, so that little piece of uh, gutter film trash obviously brought out a lot more than people think it would so maybe you should go and watch it and see what you think and mm-hmm. see what conversations it starts with you and your bunch of ne'er-do-well friends um, we will be coming back to the Nazis because they're always going to be there really in, in um, genre cinema horror cinema exploitation cinema and I'm looking forward to it I can't wait for us all to watch Salon Kitty because that's mm-hmm. a fucking treat for the yeah. eyes and ears Anyway, what did you think of that episode? If you think we're all um, Nazi-loving bastards, <laughs> then please do tweet me and tell me, and I, I promise I'll respond with... Um, you might not get Twitter in prison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'll respond with uh, respect and dignity to whatever you have to say. My name is Johnny Larkin on Twitter. Stephen? HD99. Uh, and Martin, how can they get hold of you? I'll be in the <laughs> With Anne Frank. <laughs>
Hätte ich Heimweh nach dem Traum.